You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Today, we're going there. We are uh, talking about it. So as you probably read from the title of today's show, we are going to have a good old friendly debate all about the value and benefit of college, specifically when it comes to entrepreneurs. Let's go. <laughs> Joining us for this conversation and discussion today is the lovely Tyree Mahavey. I don't know if I said that right. I'm so sorry, Tyree, if I totally butchered that. Tyree is a Texas-based wedding photographer with a unique perspective on entrepreneurship. She started her entrepreneurial journey 10 years ago when she was was just 14 and decided to go full-time after graduating from college. She is passionate about the early pursuit of entrepreneurship and the perfect blend of analytical and creative skills that the wedding photography industry demands. Now, outside of work, Tyree loves Taylor Swift, American history, reading, and she has even made eye contact with Harry Styles seven times. <laughs> <laughs> iconic, iconic. So in today's debate style episode, Tyree firmly stands on camp college, advocating for the benefits of higher education, while we're a little bit more on the opposing side, suggesting that college might not always be worth the debt for every single person. Mm -hmm. um, and there may be alternative ways to continue education and gain life experiences. So join us for this lovely discussion and lively discussion, I guess, uh, <laughs> as we explore the pros and cons, share personal experiences, and have some fun here today. It's a you won't want to miss. Hey, you. Yes, you listening to this podcast. Do you feel like you've lost all passion, motivation, and creativity? If your hand is raised high to the sky, it sounds like you might be struggling with a little thing we like to call burnout. And let me just tell you, you are not alone in that struggle. We've both struggled hard with burnout in the past couple of years, pushing ourselves beyond our boundaries without any time to rest. Yeah, let me tell you, it is not fun. Over the last year, we've been diligent in setting up boundaries to combat burnout. And oof, let me tell you, we have learned a thing or two. If you've been here for a while, you know we are all about sharing the love and helpful info at The Heart University. That is why we want to share our tools and strategies to help you deal with feeling completely depleted. Because as business owners, we are all at risk of burnout. So if you're on the edge and needing help prioritizing rest in your schedule, look no further. We have a freebie ready for you to download and implement into your life. Snag at theheartuniversity.com forward slash burnout. Hey, hey, I'm Lindsay Roman. And I'm Evie McLeod. And we are family and legacy-focused serial entrepreneurs and the founders of The Heart University, a business education company with a mission to help you thrive in your business and life. Welcome to our Entrepreneur Cocktail Hour, where business and marketing strategies meet faith, real talk, and raw and life-changing conversations. At the end of the day, we are all in this together, figuring out how to navigate the ups and downs, the messy and the beautiful, and everything in between. This is a community where you can come as you are, get inspired, and walk away equipped to build a legacy-filled life. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle Podcast. Tyree, welcome to the Heart and Hustle Podcast. We are beyond excited to have you on for today's show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and so okay. honored. Before we dive in, we have to we have to bring this up because her her bio is the most epic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Please tell me that this is in your professional bio, the the Harry Styles thing. It's not. Maybe it should be though. It definitely should be. It because it share, shares your personality. This is me just getting into a branding talk immediately off the cuff. But like, it shows your personality. It shows that you're funny. It shows that you love a good Harry Styles eye contact moment. <laughs> I mean, I will say, I think the right people will fully appreciate that in a professional Oh, bio. I did. I read it and I was like, yes, girl. Yes. 
<laughs> Anyways, for anybody that doesn't know you, could you introduce yourself and just share a little bit about who you are and what you do? Awesome. Hi. So I'm Tyree and I'm a full-time wedding photographer and I moved from the Chicago area to Dallas eight months ago. And then I was gifted an online photography class for my 14th birthday back in October, 2013 and absolutely fell in love with photography. And then I started my business the next year doing families and ran that business throughout high school and then started shooting weddings in 2017 when I was 17 years old. And I graduated from Wheaton College, a Christian school outside of Chicago in May 2022 and went full-time with wedding photography when I graduated. And I majored in history and loved it and just had a really good college experience that I feel like paired really well with growing my business in college and graduating with a stable job and savings and a more flexible schedule has been a huge blessing and has enabled me to do a lot of cool things I couldn't have done otherwise, like making eye contact with Harry Styles seven (laughs) times. And Wait, I also, love, oh, continue, continue. Sorry. I love rollerblading, impulse traveling, like to South Korea and Japan to see Harry Styles, coconut water, <laughs> and I'm a huge Swifty and Fearless is my album. Aww. Oh, that's so fun. We are, we are jam, jam, I don't know what word I was about to just say. J- jamming, jiving. No, I'll just shut up. You can talk. <laughs> I don't know. Did you want to have a question you no, were going to ask? No, I okay. said I was like, I was connecting with your with the things about yourself. I don't know how to say that eloquently. Lindsay's basically saying I'm I'm jamming. Okay, Relate. so let's today's conversation is going to be talking a little bit about college because obviously you know Tyree and our listeners know that Lindsay and I are definitely not anti college by any means. I went to college. Yeah, you yeah. didn't. So we have I, a good mix here. We have a good we have a good variety in this conversation. Um, but Lindsay and I have shared on the podcast, you know, that in our opinion, college isn't necessarily like the number one vital thing that an entrepreneur needs. And we are going to chat with you today and hear your thoughts and your opinions and kind of have a conversation around college. So do you want to just take the mic and just run with why do you think college is valuable for business owners? Because that's where you stand, right? Yes. So I did not study business. I didn't study photography. I studied history, which completely separate from anything I do right now. But I still feel like it was so valuable So first of all, I feel like in the photography industry, I feel like there's this prescribed path that's really glorified, which is either not going to college or dropping out or quitting your nine to five and just being so much happier as a photographer. But then you book too much at prices that are too high or too low, and then you get burnt out and then you raise your prices and then you shoot less. And then you either go down the education route or you build an associate team or you sell presets. And that's like... The wow, you really path. just you that just attacked very... the entire industry. That, that was perfect. <laughs> just very concise. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, I see myself doing education stuff in the next couple of years. So maybe I'm proving it. You're correct. living yourself into you're that. The, you're the pot calling the kettle black. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it's I love true, it. However, I feel like something that draws a lot of people to own a photography business in the first place is because of the flexibility and the way that it allows you to build your life around your business or your business around your life instead of the other way around. And I just have a lot of photographer friends who are a few steps ahead of me in terms of age and season of life. And they just decided that they wanted to pursue something else for multiple reasons. And so I don't know, I'm trusting the Lord with my business at this point and how long to do it for. But I do think that having a college degree is so valuable just in order to have more options down the road. Mm. Because I think you can love something best when you have the freedom to not love it. Because something like I dropped out of Mm. college to do photography will probably make you hate it in the long run. Oh, mm, that's, that's an a, interesting uh, yeah, we're, we're opinion. Like, okay. I love that p- opinion. Yeah. I love that perspective of it. Um, 
Because you're right, I think especially because a lot of photographers and, and anybody that's in a creative field, if it's their passion and they start making money, use it like in their passion, it I, you quickly learn when you start a business that whether it's photography, whether it's graphic design, whether it's knit making, whatever it is, that's what I don't even know if that's what, like knitting? Yeah. 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 Okay, that. continue. Um, <laughs> that you you don't, that it's not just that. It's like accounting, it's marketing, it's 5 million things that you probably don't want to be doing, but you end up having to do it. And then it's like, you do it so much, like you said, Tyree, that you can easily burn out. And I've never thought about it as like a safe backup plan. Okay. But here's me being devil's advocate. And I like, I feel like this is such a fun conversation. This is a good... We're not all in person, but this is like a good round, round corner round discussion. Table, yes. Round corner? Round table? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm off the walls. We all know it's what we're talking lunch. about. <laughs> okay. So here's me playing devil's advocate because part of the reason that I stand a little bit more on the camp that I don't necessarily think college is the end-all be-all for everyone. Not that it's I'm against it by any means. Just more of like, hey, I think you should really consider if that's what you want to do. And if you're truly like making that decision as an informed decision, like that's kind of more of where I stand versus just like following, you know, what used to be like everyone went to college. That was just the next yeah. step. Um, so part of the reason that I think and kind of like lean a little bit more on the like, don't just go to college just to get a degree and just to go to college is because from what I've seen in the marketplace and in the the job sphere is that a degree doesn't mean as much now as it used to 20, 30, 40 years ago. And a degree doesn't necessarily like guarantee you a certain job or a well-paying job or a good job or in any way, the way that it used to. So playing devil's advocate to that, there's a part of me that's like, well you still can, not always, every situation is different. You still could be walking away from college with debt and a degree that, yes, may give you a little bit more like options, but does it truly impact you enough to offset the potential debt? So I'm kind of curious, like playing a little devil's advocate. She's brought the D word into the conversation. (laughs) What would you say to that, Tyree? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I feel like that is a very good point. And in all fairness, my parents paid for me to go to college. So I didn't. That's, that's the truth so... comes out. That's we love that blessing. for you, though, so much. That's such a blessing. I yeah. love that. Yeah, because I only have one other sibling. <laughs> that's such so. a blessing for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, hey, I didn't have college. Yet. I didn't go to college. So I'm not I'm not coming at that from a different angle. No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't speak for like you know, the like college finance stuff. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I feel like for me, like the way I think about college and the value of college is that it's less about like checking box and learning specific skills. Cause like we know, like if you study photography in college, that is just such a waste of money. And yeah, you'll, you can learn like way more from Lindsay and Evie's workshops than you can for an expensive college degree like yeah it's just not actually applicable to actual photography Mm -hmm. stuff but I feel like it's less so about like checking boxes and like study finance to like learn these skills to work at a bank and more so about how it forms your mind and how it forms you as a whole person and your writing skills and critical thinking skills and yeah like deepening your well that you can draw from and I think that's so valuable Mm -hmm. throughout life Okay, I have I have a question. I feel like we're getting so like controversial debating in the it. best way. I love it so much. Uh, so let me just ask a clarifying question to you, Tyree. Yes. Were you homeschooled? No, I was not. Okay. 
devil's advocate Evie coming out again. (laughs) My experience as someone who was homeschooled for my entire school career or life or whatever was that I learned so many of those skills in school and then got to like have extracurricular activities. Like I was a part of speech and debate. I was a part of like leadership programs where I was doing a lot of public speaking and leading and different things. And so I feel like by the time I graduated high school, I was like, I am ready for life. College feels like it's just going to set me back. Like I have all the life skills that I need and want. I think you had a very good upbringing. Yeah. Like I, I, I've i talked to homeschools, homeschoolers that... Well, here, this is a whole, we're diving into a whole can of worms. worms. I'm about to open it. Um, I haven't talked to you. Let me just say what I'm actually thinking. Um, I've seen people that are homeschooled, not you. I've seen other people that are homeschooled. Thank you for excluding me from what you're about to say. And and I've always, also, we have our our dear assistant, Noah, who is actively a high schooler that is homeschooled right now, listening in on this conversation. So I'm also not talking about you and Noah. I'm talking about in my childhood. I'm just thinking back to like people that I've known. I've always looked at homeschoolers as... as Socially awkward. Yes. Yes. But then I've also meet people that are like, are not socially awkward and they're great. Well, I also think, I think there's a stereotype. This is just getting, we just got off track from college we'll to get, homeschooling. We'll, we'll, re- we'll, we'll rein it back. We'll rein it back in. Um, I think there's a stereotype, which there is some justification for it as a homeschooler. Like, absolutely. I like, there are people in homeschooling who have, you know, a little bit more like whatever social skills are not quite as developed because they've been a little bit more like sheltered or like isolated. However, think about public school where they're not like socially awkward and or just kind of like weird people in public. Like it's not, it's just well, goes no, with it you say homeschooler and people would naturally. I think people assume that you're, you're, um, uh, your environment, like you're around other people. So it forces you to not be socially. That's probably not true, but well, I think there's, that's there's the, an element of it. But I'm just right, saying let's bring it back to the conversation of college. So my thought is as a devil's advocate, like asking the homeschool question is I'm like, well, then is college, which can be very expensive, the answer to building those life skills and deepening that well, as you were saying, Tyree, or personally, would it be something like homeschooling or education throughout school years that could also deepen that well. Not saying, again, not anti-college. Just kind of like going at the devil's advocate perspective here. And you raised your hand. Go ahead. Well, I want, I want Tyree to answer that. And then I'll, and then I'll if I remember, I'll probably forget it by the time I talk. But okay. you go, you go, Tyree. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my, I need to like think about this more, but I feel like my initial knee-jerk reaction is like kind of, but also no, because just thinking yeah. about everything I learned in college just seemed so valuable. But also... Yeah. Homeschoolers are amazing. Like I remember my freshman year of college studying with a girl who was homeschooled for a really hard biology test. And like the way that she was so good at studying and like had all these systems, I was like, oh my goodness. And like thinking how that would be amazing. (laughs) She'd be amazing for self-employment because of the way she like, yeah, was self-motivated in a way that I just wasn't not being Mm -hmm. homeschooled. I love that. Well, the, the thing that I was thinking is, what is the... So if, if homeschool is the alternative to high school or not even high school, just like normal K through 12 public education, if homeschool is the alternative, what's the alter, what's the homeschool version of college if you don't go to college? Mm. Like that's... Because that's what we're... That's almost where we're talking about is like, do you need... And again, we're specifically on this conversation, on this podcast talking about entrepreneurship. Do you need it for entrepreneurship specifically or like running a small business? And obviously like Tyra, you mentioned, like it is a good backup plan, but also like have you mentioned how relevant is the degree? Like just because you have a degree doesn't solidify a job. You still have to have right. like all those skills. So the question is like, do you learn them in high school or are 
are, whether it was public education or homeschool, are you, are you waiting to college to like give you good writing skills, give you good interpersonal skills or extracurriculars or whatever, you know, there is that. But like, if you don't have that, if you don't have college and whether you were homeschooled or public education, what's the, I guess, what is the, what are you advocating for? What are we, I'm on your, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What are you advocating for? (laughs) Like, is it, is it just like take online courses, go do, do, like what's the, I think there's like, there's apprenticeship programs. There are, you know, mentorships that you could invest in. Um, There's courses, like there's ways to educate yourself and continue learning and growing without necessarily the, the time, like, restraints of like a four-year degree mm-hmm. um, with the investment that a four-year degree requires. And again, not anti-college. I feel like I'm like prefacing that a lot, but I, I'm like, I'm coming at it from like, I'm leaning a little bit harder into my like, well, do entrepreneurs need it? Because we're, we're you know, having a debate on it. But um, I guess to me, I would be like, well, if a degree does not necessarily solidify a job in today's job market the way that it used to, and you're accumulating or paying, you know, significant amounts of money or accumulating significant amount of debt, and you are spending four years of your time, in my mind, I'm like, yes, it could. I love where you came. Tyree, I've never honestly thought of like, oh yeah, a degree is a good option to allow you to really love what you're doing. And if you don't, you feel like you have a way out. But I'm like, well, entrepreneurs usually are people who are very like, dreamers, they're doers, they're willing to get their hands dirty, they're willing to try new things, they're willing to like put in the work. And so to me, I'm like, well, an entrepreneur could, you know, quit photography as a one example, and lean into, you know, being a VA or like, there's so many other job models that I'm like, don't require a degree necessarily, just hard work ethic and like some definitely skills and knowledge that I'm like, is, is again, is the college degree necessary as an entrepreneur? I don't know. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you thinking? Necessary, but I would argue that it's super valuable. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Are you coming at it from more of the less of like what you well, you you mentioned both. You mentioned like valuable. Are you talking about the skills that you're learning in college? Or are you just talking about the experience of it as a whole? Like getting to go to homecoming, getting to go to the football games, living in dorms. Like, is it that? Because I would agree with like college changed my life. I met my husband in college. So like on that respect, like fully agree with you. I got two degrees, never picked up my diplomas. They're still resting in the Lawrence KU building, whatever. (laughs) Oh, um, I have the library fine that I never paid. So I haven't gotten mine either. (laughs) That's amazing. They still email me every few weeks. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I mean, like change email address. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) So what are your thoughts on like the experience? Is that what you're talking about when you say valuable or... I guess, what do you mean by valuable? Yeah, I would say all of the above because I think, yeah, I feel like there's so much value also, like with what you said of the college experience of like Mm -hmm. cohabitating with so many people who are so different from you and have such different backgrounds, I think has helped me so much with Mm -hmm. like my business and how I'm interacting with my clients and all of that. But another like very like practical, like solidified way that I think college is directly beneficial to wedding photographers is if you think about it, College campuses are filled with thousands of people who are 18 to 22, will likely get married in one to 10 years. And that's amazing and rare. And if you're a college student not leveraging your network for wedding photography, what are you doing? And if you think about it, you'll never have so many potential clients in one square mile ever again. 
Mm. And I've done so many weddings for classmates who I didn't know previously, but when they inquired, they said things along the lines of, I started following you at freshman orientation and knew then that I wanted you to shoot my wedding and I didn't even know they existed. And like, yeah. And I feel like there's also just a sense of trust when you have something like your college in common with someone. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, I've shot so many alumni Mm -hmm. networks and that's just a cool piece of connection and like we're able to deeply connect knowing we're cut from the same cloth i had a venue walkthrough it was my first ever wedding in texas and the bride couldn't make it but it was her mom the wedding coordinator and then the venue owner and like they were talking about something with like alcohol transportation and how catering like can't pick up your alcohol from you for you and like haul it in and you have to hire someone to do that and the venue coordinator was saying like oh, my brother is like a football coach or something. And he does this on the side where he'll go pick up your alcohol for you and haul it in so you don't have to do anything. And then she named the price and it seemed kind of high. And the bride's mom said, oh no, we'll figure it out. That's a lot of money. But okay, so in Texas, Texas A&M is like a thing. And the Aggies, Mm -hmm. I didn't know this before I moved to Texas. They like have each other's backs and are obsessed with each other. And there's this expression that's like, Aggies hire Aggies and they have these like rings. It's like mm-hmm. literally a cult. It's crazy. But when the <laughs> venue coordinator, after like the bride's mom, like rejected that offer, the venue coordinator was like, oh, by the way, he's an Aggie. Like immediately the bride's mom jumped on it. It was like, yes, a hundred percent. He's hired. That's crazy. That's just because they went to the same school. Yeah. Okay. Bonus for that. I, I see that. Well, I, I what I'm hearing from you is like, it gives you an experience or like there's an entity. I don't even know if entity is the right word, but it it's a thing that you can experience with other people that that build a bonding that can help network in your future life, in your future life, yes. in your future in life, whether it's entrepreneurship or whether it's, you know, even a corporate, like college is a thing that like similar to church or similar to like a um, like a camp. It's like you experience and you go to something together and you build a bond around that thing. And by default, that's going to build relationships and networking that will help you in, yes. in your business or your future. That's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I had a question. You, did you, or are you still in college or are you out? I've been out for about a year and a half. So I graduated spring 2022. So I've been Got it. Okay. for a year and a half. So you were building your photography business while in college. I was. And entrepreneurship is not a thing that people from my school do at all. I was. I'm, I think right. there's one other wedding photographer who graduated from my school. And that's it. And she's about five years older than me. Wow. wow. So it was well, like okay. very, very different. To that point, I feel like that's maybe another reason why I... again, don't hate college, but don't love it as much is because I think it college completely and even I would extend this to even like normal public like school or like high school. I don't think they prepare people for entrepreneurship whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, Which that's like that's not the business model. It's it's almost formulated to prepare you to work in a corporate, more of a corporate position versus having the well-rounded life skills to start a business if you want yeah, to. Yeah. Um, somebody told me, I can't remember who it was. I think Andrew told me, and I don't remember who told him. I don't know where <laughs> this from a friend of a friend. I, yeah, of I heard friend. it from a friend of a friend, but he was he was talking about, I think, high schoolers that um maybe it was Holly's kid. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyways, uh they're basically a high schooler was asking another high schooler that was homeschooled that like was learning entrepreneurship in their homeschool life. The other 
like I think the the homeschoolers started a lawn care business, but it wasn't just like them mowing lawns. It was like, no, I have like men who mow lawns for me, even, but he was a high schooler. So and, like photographer associate teams, but like... Yes, yeah, exactly like that, but for lawn mowing. And he's like 16 years old and his friends Aww. at high school, were they go, who let you do that? Like, because the mindset that we're automatically, whether you're homeschooled, whether you're, you go to college, whether you're not, like the normal mm-hmm. like public education track says that you learn things, like you don't, you don't realize that like the peop, the person down the street that the, the pizza shop that you go to every Friday night before the football game, like someone owns that. It does, mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not like the government. Well, sometimes maybe not, but like, it's not like these things that we grew up in life are there. It's like, i never learned growing up that I could start that. Like the, the concept of, of it's a, like of entrepreneurship a isn't taught in the more traditional education route yeah. through, throughout public school and typical colleges. And so that's what I would want to change in in college because then I would agree with you. I I still agree with you. Because I feel like, Tyree, you came into college with this understanding and already like passion and focus for a business model. Which is incredible. Which is amazing. But I feel like that's really rare. I feel like most high school students graduating and heading into college don't know what they want to do. And so they're going to college as kind of like, well, let me learn stuff and then I'll figure it out. Is I feel like that's a little bit more common. Mm -hmm. And college does not teach you the life skills, not just life, I guess just the round, like... Well, I think it depends because I think you're advocating, Tyree, that it did. Or, well, how did you want to become a photographer? I want that story. Yeah. So I actually walked walked into college and at that point, like I, I was shooting weddings, but like, I don't know. It was very part-time, maybe like four weddings a year, three family sessions a month kind of thing. And just like very, very involved on campus and in classes and doing other things and had zero plans of going full-time after graduation, like absolutely zero. And I wanted to do something else and wanted like a nine to five and like that kind of thing. But then I think, I don't know, the more and more I invested in my business and decided to like pursue it and just see how far I could go. I think some of it is that when I was learning about compound interest, I was like, Oh, if I save money now, that'll help yeah. me walk down the road. So I was just going to stop after graduation. But then I don't know, the more I grew my business, the more I realized I just loved it. And when I started mm-hmm. looking at jobs and all of that, my senior year, I just realized I just love being a photographer so much. And it was so yeah. deeply fulfilling and genuinely just the best and so fun. Oh, I, love but that. I didn't want to do anything else. So yeah. What what made you become a photographer if you were a photographer before you went to college? Wait, can you rephrase that? Yeah, sorry. I spoke she was fast. gifted a, a photography class when she was 14. That's what started it? Yeah. Okay, so, cool. so and you were I doing was, weddings before going into college. I was. Got it. Hey, Heart Fam. Interrupting today's episode to share with you a powerful tool to monetize your content in your business. Memberful. Now, this amazing platform allows you to create a new source of income by turning your content into a membership business. Forget about chasing the hottest keywords and trends to capture SEO rankings or pleasing the social media algorithm. Focus instead on creating content that you are passionate about and that your audience wants to see. Memberful has everything you need to get your membership program up and running quickly with content gating, in-house newsletters, private podcasts, and so much more. They have so many incredible tools and resources and implementations to your workflow. It's amazing. 
You will have full control and ownership of your audience, your brand, your membership, and you will have access to a world-class support team who are ready to help you simplify your memberships and grow your revenue. One of the things we love about this brand is that they are passionate about your success and you'll always have access to a real human. Get started for free at memberful.com forward slash heart. That's memberful.com forward slash H-E-A-R-T. Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, ooh, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. Y'all, the horror stories we have heard in our years of business is unmatched and a little terrifying. (laughs) Clients refusing to pay after you've delivered a service, clients demanding their retainer back after canceling on you last minute. The list goes on. Business shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells though. And yet that's how most of us feel when we first start our business. We're petrified to make a wrong move or have an unhappy client. Okay. But here's the truth. One of the first foundational steps of owning your own business should be protecting yourself legally with contracts. Yes, yes, even for friends and family. Contracts allowed us to walk in confidence as we grew our photography businesses. But also hiring a lawyer to create custom contracts for you is a pain in the butt and the wallet. And grabbing whatever free or cheap template online is often not enough protection. Yes. So we wanted to make this as easy and seamless for you as possible and give you the resources to make sure you have your butt protected. We have partnered with our favorite lawyer and attorney, Paige, from the legal page. She has not only created powerful contract templates, but her team is so present and ready to help figure out which ones you need for your business. You can stack our contracts in our shop like the wedding photography contract, destination intimate wedding contract, cancellation and rescheduling bundle, second shooter and associate contracts, and honestly, so much more. Just head to theheartcontracts.com for 10% off. That's theheartcontracts.com. That's so cool that that's what created. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you got like the the bug of like small business owning from that and then you did it. What made you still want to go to college? Obviously, this is like, because that's probably what you were going to do anyway before the free course. But what, um, what made you then go to college she was, wanted to go nine to five. She didn't think... Yes. Right? You didn't just, think like entrepreneurship was the route you wanted to go until after college. Yeah. But I think a lot of my motivation for going to college was just learning and knowing yeah. more things and learning all about church history and European history and all of that. I just love that. So. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, and that's... And to your point, I feel like that is... I mean, yes, you can take online courses for like skills that you can do, but to your point, there is maybe not as much of a resource for a a thing that you can experience that gives you more of a well-rounded knowledge experience from like different elements of life, like history, art, science, like there is that. Um, I think for Evie, it goes back to the the D word, the debt, right? And me, (laughs) right? Would you, what would you say to... Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it also ties in, again, not to like by any means harp on this, but for me, it ties into your like prior prior education, like your foundation of education. Yeah. Because I feel like you can absolutely, you can not only like 
sit in on college classes if you really want to. If you're like a, a history nerd and you're like, I really want to be able to learn about history, but I don't want to spend four years. I don't want to spend, you know, $150,000 or whatever on my college degree, but I would love to like opt into some classes. You can do that. You, there's also online courses and like programs and stuff for like individual like learning and you could piece those together if you like wanted like I just want to learn a little bit more about science and history so I think for me it all comes back to like like you got that at homeschool I got most of that in homeschooling and like AP classes so and, glad you did that me and Tyree over here <laughs> went to public school and no, I'm kidding so I'm not I'm not necessarily saying like my firm opinion for everyone across the board is you must homeschool and skip college and start your own business <laughs> not at all but I think to me even for business owners I still think I lean a little bit more of like you can, I, college can be amazing. And I think like, if God is leading you to college, then like you are going to have an incredible experience. That is exactly where you're supposed to be. By all means, do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're like, I just really want to learn a little bit more about history. I'm like, well then, you know, opt into a a college history class or, you know, uh, there's online programs now with colleges all the time that are super easy to get into like a single class for something or whatever. So I think I still lean a little bit more of like, I don't know if the average entrepreneur came up to me and is like, or, you know, high schoolers, like, should I go to college? I'd be like, here's the pros and cons. Here's what I think. You can have a great experience, but you might walk out with debt. You can still learn elsewhere, but, you know, you have some classes maybe you wouldn't have opted into that you get, you know, exposure to in college and you find out you really love it. Like, so there's pros and cons, but I I would still be like, I don't think an average high schooler coming up to me, I'd be like, you should go to college. It's the best thing for you. So I think that's where I still stand. Yeah. I don't know though. Tyree, do you have anything like else thoughts that you're like, no, you you need to hear this because <laughs> I'm open to like I, discussion. Yeah. So the school I went to, it was liberal arts. So it was more heavy on like, oh, the Protestant Reformation and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and like literature instead of like accounting, like we didn't right. have like, yeah, like accounting degrees or anything like that. It was all just like kind of cool, fun stuff like history and literature and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you... And I just also just love learning so much that mm-hmm. I can't imagine having not gotten that experience. Yeah, absolutely. That's, awesome. That's so cool. Do you think, do you envision a future where you would not be a photographer at all and you would use your degree? I do, like, yes. What would you want to do? I do. Yeah. So that's something I feel like I'm always thinking about because I do love photography and I really do think it's the best job in the world. And when yeah. people like like girls who are thinking of getting into photography come up to me and like are asking about it. Like I get so excited because it's just the best. And I think everyone, well, I don't think everyone should be a photographer, but in theory, I think everyone should because it's just the best. But my one thing is that I don't feel like it's very challenging and I don't really feel like I'm applying myself and like really using all of my gifts that I just don't feel super intellectually stimulated in my job Mm -hmm. right now. I I feel that. You're, yeah. you're hitting a button. Well, I mean, that's not to minimize photography that I'm like, oh, you're hitting yeah, a button. There's a lot more than that, but I can understand but like for from somebody. A, like, especially yeah. if you love learning and you love yeah. history and like art, which I guess yeah. phot- photography is art, but um, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah. what would you want to do if not photography? Yeah, maybe I would go to grad school, but I would have to pay for that. So I'm like, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. But probably something like businessy or finance, I think would really be really fun just to exercise the more analytical part of my brain. That makes but sense. I but love you, photography. you wouldn't want to start your own business. You would want to like, like do so, like a little bit more, cor- like you would want to do corporate world if you didn't do photography. Is that what I'm hearing? I think so. But then 
Yeah. When, so when I graduated and I would go on LinkedIn and just like see the jobs that my classmates have, I would just have this visceral reaction. I'd be like, oh my goodness, they're so much cooler than me. But then once I actually like saw what my friends were actually doing in the day to day and like realized, oh my gosh, that job that sounds so cool on LinkedIn is not cool. And that's, mm-hmm. they're, they're miserable right now in that job. Yeah. And it's just not well suited. It made me a lot more grateful that I'm in a job that I don't know. I feel like I am using a lot of my gifts and genuinely Mm -hmm. love it. That's true. I also think there's a part of this conversation that as I'm talking, I'm like different, I think different personalities lend themselves more to like natural entrepreneurship where you are a natural like person that like wants to start things. Like don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Um, And also people that like, they love like being a part of a team and like working for something that's bigger than them. And so like, I think it also depends on that's obviously this is a fun discussion, but it's like not like we're sitting here and, and Tyree's like, you have to go to college, or we're like, you and we're like, no, do not. <laughs> right. Um, it just goes to show though that like so many people are different and yeah. have different personalities and just different dreams and goals for their life. That like that's why yeah. I think that's the beauty of options. Yeah. Um, and like college is an incredible option, and and finding a different path is is also an incredible option. Um, I love that we got to like sit here and have this conversation though of like, you know what, why Tyree, you know, do you advocate for it? And what was your experience with it? Because each one of us sitting here has a completely different experience and a different like worldview and upbringing foundation that brings us to the kind of like determining like decision or, you know, opinions that we have today. So I love that we got to have this because I feel like somebody listening to this Tyree is probably like hearing you and is like, that's it. I feel like that's the final thing that I needed to go to college. And somebody on the flip side might be listening to be like, that's the final, like, answer that I needed to not. And it's like somebody could hear something different based on, like you're saying, personality and upbringing and worldview and, you know, goals and passions. And I love that so much because I feel like God's built each one of us so differently and has led us to on different paths to different places at different times for different purposes. And it's just so cool to see how he uses all of it. Yeah. On the vein of entrepreneurship, it was not really... Again, like this is me totally like winging it with life. Like I'm 24. I don't know what I'm doing or where I'll be in five years from now. I'm just taking it day by day. I love that. But on the vein of entrepreneurship, like I never really saw that as much of an option or like really thought of it that much. But now that I do own my own business, I don't think I could ever not. And I don't think Mm -hmm. I could ever like work for someone else because it really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I feel like entrepreneurship and like experiencing this has like exposed me to something that I really love. And I wouldn't have known mm-hmm. that I loved entrepreneurship if not for wedding photography. So honestly, like we'll see where it ends up going and what I end up doing next. Or if I just do wedding photography forever, it's just something, yeah, we're winging. That's so true. Well, and, and I, I love it. That's why I love doing this podcast and just like doing even education. Um, and, and, just showing people that there is a different way. It's like not that you have to go to college or that you have to then be a doctor or you you don't have to follow the path. And like the example that I showed or that I said earlier of like those high schoolers being like, mm-hmm. who let you like mow people's lawns? And it's like, you don't, I think once that like like block is broken mm-hmm. of the world and you realize, oh, I'm not, I don't have to wait for people to let me do something. I don't have to yeah. wait for a job, like a boss to hire me. I can go off and and like, start that like gym that I wanted to there or maybe not you know whatever it is um I think that's so freeing and I love that you just even gave your perspective of like I've 
discovered wedding photography because I took this free course and it was incredible. And now like my eyes are opened and I can, I can do other things because that is true. Once you work for yourself and you set your own hours and you get that slice of freedom, you're like, oh, I don't know if I like <laughs> going nine to five and having a boss tell me what to do. But again, personalities are all different and some people truly like thrive best in that environment. Um, I think that's what's cool is God made all of us differently and the world yeah. needs all of us exactly in our different seasons, different seats, different, you know, we're all one body working together towards one goal, which is really cool. Yes. Tyree, what do you think of like the, um, the concept of like, if you don't get like a, like a corporate job or, or the, the, I guess the expectations of like going to college and then getting a job, if you don't do that, you're not respected. Like, does that make sense? Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Oh, I have so many thoughts on this. (laughs) So, so many thoughts. Yeah. So I struggle with this a lot, especially the summer after graduating college. And yeah, every time I would scroll through LinkedIn, as I said earlier, I would have this visceral reaction. (laughs) And every time I saw my classmates posting about their new jobs, because I almost, it was like almost this comparison thing that I came to Mm -hmm. because it felt like they were making forward motion in their careers and in life while I was still basically doing the same thing I was doing in college, which was running a full-time photography business. And this is so bad, but for a while, when people would ask me what I do for work, I would always qualify it by saying, I'm a wedding photographer, but I'm smart and I went to college or I'm a wedding photographer, but I don't feel challenged and I don't see myself doing this for more than a couple of years before pivoting to a new career. Or I would just like say Dang. some long lines of like, I'm a wedding photographer, but I actually make money, which is so stupid. And I don't know yeah. right. why I was like that and why I was so like insecure in what I did for work because wedding photography is flipping awesome. But I really just had to give that to the Lord and stopped caring and it just stopped mattering to me. And a lot of that is just seeing my friends who graduated at the same time as me just so miserable in their jobs and like mm-hmm. saying things like friends who had these like cool jobs and they were like, oh my gosh, if I could do wedding photography, I would a hundred percent do that kind of thing. And yeah, and I feel like wedding photography has just been so conducive to me, like thriving in the post-grad season. Like I was able to live in Hawaii for a little while and travel a lot and do really fun things and just have a job that I genuinely love. And yeah, another thing on the comparison note is I went to Danny Purrington's workshop in September 2022. And a big question of that workshop was how do we glorify God as wedding photographers, which was something that I had been wrestling with so much just in those four months after graduation. And I think a lot of that, the conclusion I reached a lot of that is just the posture of your heart and how you approach work. And I was just really convicted at that workshop of ways that I had make work and the appearance of, of success such an idol in my life. And that was something mm-hmm. I journaled a lot about and had to really repent of that sin. And I think giving that to the Lord enabled me to find so much joy in my work when it just stopped being an idol and took a proper order of importance in my life and in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that so, so much. Good. I think that's so cool. And in knowing, you know, it's it's like, are you where God has you when it, you know, comes back to like, oh, are people going to respect me? Are people going to understand that, you know, entrepreneurship is actually cool, you know, whatever it is. It's like, it all comes down to, are you where God has you? Are you happy with what you're doing? Do you feel like you're making a difference and you have an impact and, you know, whatever, like that boils down to whatever is like meaningful to you. Do you feel like what you do is meaningful and you're where you're supposed to be and you're making an impact? And I feel like that's just the beauty is like, that answer yeah. can be yes for people in 
every like somebody could be a janitor and be like, yes, I feel like it's meaningful and impactful and I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And that's the yeah. coolest job in the world. And I, I fully support. So it's like, it's just doesn't matter what you do. Are you, you know, making an impact and are you happy with where you are? And that's, I guess, the bottom line of like all of this yep. is like, are you happy? Are you making an impact? Are you where God has you? And I love that so much. Yeah, I'm in a season of just feeling so deeply fulfilled with my work and yeah, loving it so much. I love uh, that. Well, thank you for coming on and chatting about this heated topic. Not, not heated, <laughs> but just like a topic that I feel like a lot of... Yeah, like it's controversial it, or it can be. And yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs have different opinions. And a lot of people, I feel like, have different opinions, especially in 2023. So thank you for being willing to roundtable debate this topic yeah. with us. <laughs> um, kind of ending the episode, we always like to ask a couple of questions that we ask every guest. The first one is, what is a favorite book that you've read recently if you are a reader? Oh, I love reading. So yeah, a couple of days ago, I started reading Silas Marner and I had never read it by George Eliot. And it's been good. That's awesome. It explores some of the questions of how a peasant thinks about work and identity. Yeah. You are an intellectual. I can see it. <laughs> you, you didn't give me a halt Colleen Hoover book. You gave me whatever you just said. That was great. <laughs> I need to look, look that so one funny. up. <laughs> I love that. Okay, Tyree, next is what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned in business? Oh, so can I say two? Yes, yeah. of course. Okay, so practically, I would say just the importance of having good systems in place mm-hmm. so that you're not stressed by your job and you can really work your job around your life instead of vice versa and feel on top of things. And then I would say spiritually, this is something we learn over and over and over again throughout our lives, but it's certainly true for business ownerships, but not making it your identity when it's something you love and are passionate about and genuinely enjoy and finding satisfaction because ultimately photography is fleeting and it's seeking sinking sand. So if you're placing your identity in this instead of in the Lord, you're setting yourself up for so much disappointment and hurt by turning a good thing into an idol. Mm. Yeah, I love that. What's Uh, a word? Tyree, you are amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your experiences and perspectives and insight. It has been so fun to chat with you. For anyone who is like, wait, I want to be friends with this girl. I want to ask her some questions about her college experience. I want to check out her photography, whatever it is. Where can everyone find you and connect with you? Yeah, so on Instagram, you can find me at Tyree Francis, T-Y-R-I-E-F-R-A-N-C-E-S. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tyree, for being on this show and for giving our listeners a very good discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you for having me. It was such an honor. And I've looked up to you guys for so long and love just the impact y'all have had in the photography industry and shaping the culture. Oh, thank you, friend. You're the best. 